Today is Wednesday, April 19th, 2023. New evidence reportedly links Biden crime family to human trafficking and sex crimes. We go through all of their dirty deeds. A lot of laundry to air this morning. Former director of national intelligence testifies that Fauci lied under oath. Gain of function research. Jail for Fauci. We'll see. Congressman Troy Niels joins the show. We'll ask him if he's going to lock up Dr. Fauci or the Bidens. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Uh, you may look at the leaders of this country and say, well, hell, hot damn, uh, we ain't headed in the right direction. And what will happen if my dollar becomes worthless? Maybe it's time for me to diversify. I talk about it nearly every single show, but you should consider gold. Have you been checking out the gold markets recently? People invested in gold two years ago have done spectacularly and outperformed the stock market by an average of 20 to 25 percent. That is why I recommend you investing with my friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold can help you protect your IRA or 401k with physical gold and silver. You can hold it in your hand. It's awesome. You know, the dollar used to be backed by gold, and then they did away with that. Why did they do that? Well, because people are stupid, and our political class are stupid. The person who did away with that was actually Richard Nixon. Just shows you that maybe all political parties are pretty dumb. So, ladies and gentlemen, you should Consider investing today in precious metals. It is the number one hedge against a dollar collapse. Get up to $5,000 in free silver with qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithbenny.com today. Protectwithbenny.com today. So who, ladies and gentlemen, should be protecting themselves against Republican investigations? It should be the Biden family because Marjorie Taylor Greene stood outside of the U.S. Treasury Department yesterday and said she's seen 2,000 pages that implicate the Biden crime family not only in crimes, tax crimes, uh, foreign registration crimes, business crimes, but also implicate them in sex and human trafficking crimes. So this is something that we've been covering for a very long time. We covered this from the get earlier this year in the month of January. We were the only show to really narrow in on James Comer in his description of human trafficking. That being something that they are investigating the Bidens for, and the evidence is a preponderance of demonstrable empirical evidence that the Biden crime family has engaged in and funded human trafficking. Joe Biden wittingly or unwittingly did so. And we're going to prove it in this show. This is why the chief of the Republican investigation committee, oversight committee, James Comer has said from day one that he is investigating human trafficking with the Bidens. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first press conference that James Comer had given this investigation into the Biden crime family. Listen to this part and understand the trail that they are trying to take us down. Okay? They are telling us what's about to happen. And they're being very clear. Watch. The Biden family's business dealings implicate a wide range of criminality from human trafficking to potential violations of the Constitution. In the 118th Congress, this committee will evaluate the status of Joe Biden's relationship with his family's foreign partners and whether he is a president who is compromised or swayed by foreign dollars and influence. I want to be clear. This is an investigation of Joe Biden, and that's where the committee will focus in this next Congress. This is an investigation of Joe Biden and human trafficking, he says, in that less than 45 second clip we just played for you. Uh, wow. Uh, please expound, sir. Based on your investigation, we have done our own research and we will lay that out before you here in just a moment. You're going to 
I promise you, we've uncovered emails and texts, calls that you have never heard, things you have never seen, and you will go down the dark, dark uh, uh, alleyway of the grotesque depravity that leads straight to the gates of hell for the Biden family. And why do we do this? Well, ladies and gentlemen, you need to know if you're led by immoral people. And I think that this country has been led by immoral people for a very long time, for certainly my entire life and perhaps your entire life. The moral character of the people who lead our country is important and, might I say, possibly the most important part about who we select as leaders in this nation. Who are the leaders in this nation? The writings of the earliest founders said, you have to have a moral country. This place doesn't work and these rules won't work unless we have moral leaders. And so we will continue to hammer these things, including, but not limited to, when James Comer was on our show. A couple of weeks ago, James Comer came on our show. We're working to get him back. And James Comer was asked directly by yours truly, what do you mean sex crimes? and human trafficking. What did you mean by that? Please expound because that seems like a very important thing. You don't want a sex criminal as your leader. Go. The entity that Hunter Biden was doing business with for, for, for prostitutes, supposedly, uh, was being investigated for human trafficking. They were, uh, they were getting bank violations, much like the, uh, What's the guy that, that committed suicide? Uh, uh, Epstein. That had Prince Andrew and all those guys. What, what's his name? Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein. There was it, it was something, you know, it's coming out now with some of these lawsuits that that uh, Epstein got a lot of these these suspicious activity reports because he was being suspected of human trafficking as well. Wow. Being suspected of doing escort services and things like that. So there was an escort service. I believe in Florida that Hunter Biden was doing a lot of business with. Uh, he was actually transferring money. It, it looks like from his law firm account, he has a law firm of one of, of himself to, uh, to this, this escort service. And according to the suspicious activity report, they were being investigated for uh, having an escort service, which is illegal in Florida and for um, human trafficking. So human trafficking. Is what Hunter Biden's being investigated for? Is there any merit to the human trafficking claims? We would need to see hard evidence of that. So let us begin by presenting for you, dear viewer, the hardest evidence that there possibly is the actual files, the actual transactions, the images, the photographs, the ones that we can show you without being taken down from the internet. It's hard to actually do a show like this. It's difficult because, well, you'll get the entire show taken down because the contents of Hunter Biden laptop is so criminal, so grotesque, so o o overtly and utterly depraved uh, that it's difficult to report on them, actually, and stay online. It's difficult to report on them. Even, even on the most free speech platforms, uh, you're not allowed to produce uh, material that is pornographic uh, or that is exploitive of minors or of, uh, you, you can't do that. I mean, it's uh, clearly, obviously depraved. And so we'll begin with some of the most modest content, which starts with James Comer being right. So why was James Comer right? What we found out 
just over the last 24 hours is that Republicans have finally been given access to the Biden bank records and the suspicious activities reports inside of the U.S. Treasury Department. Very simply, if you make a purchase that is deeply outside of the bounds of a normal business transaction and the threshold is super high, you've got to really you've got to be getting millions from the Chinese for some reason. The bank is required to send a message to the Treasury Department and say, yo, suspicious activity report. This doesn't make any sense. Ukraine, Russia, China, they keep putting millions of dollars into a bank account and we can't figure out why. That's called a suspicious activities report. The Bidens have hundreds of these created for their businesses and the Treasury Department has them all. The Treasury Department has finally, based on congressional subpoena and leverage, opened up their files and Republicans are able to go into the Treasury Department and to see the thousands of pages of suspicious activity reports based on the Biden's personal transactions. And what have we found? Marjorie Taylor Greene speaking hours ago in front of the Treasury Department says she has found the evidence of human trafficking and sex trafficking inside of the Biden family. Uh, take it away, Congresswoman. We just uh, finished reviewing the financial records in the Treasury. Uh, what I saw was over 2,000 pages of jaw-dropping information. Uh, there's basically an enterprise wrapped around Joe Biden uh, involving not only multiple family members, more than we thought there were, but other people as well. Uh, just a complete conglomerate of LLC shell companies where money was passing through from foreign countries, China, Ukraine, but many more countries than just those. There's a lot of information the American people deserve to know of the Biden family and the crimes they've been involved in. And the Oversight Committee has a much bigger investigation to do than we ever thought was possible. Um, I just saw evidence of human trafficking uh, this involved prostitutes, not only from here in the United States, but foreign countries like Russia and Ukraine. Uh, this is this is unbelievable that a president and a former vice president, uh, not only his son, Hunter Biden, but many more family members extending past Hunter Biden and his immediate family. So there is a thing that gets screamed at me every single time that we do a report on Hunter Biden. Yo, um. Why are you focusing so much on Hunter Biden? He's a derelict crackhead. Why not focus on Joe Biden? Joe Biden is the real criminal. He is the kingpin of the crime family. Uh, you need to start looking at him. You need to start doing reports on Joe Biden. Well, the reality is that all of these crimes are interconnected. The reason why is because of RICO laws in America. Uh, RICO laws, otherwise known as racketeering laws, uh, look into the entire organ of a crime syndicate and this would be how you would wrap up the Biden family. So you would be able to then go to the person who's giving the orders for the crime, not just the individuals who are committing the crime. So that's how they get the mobs. OK, this is how Rudy Giuliani wrapped up thousands of mobsters inside of New York when he was a prosecutor, a federal prosecutor uh, inside of the city of New York. It is the individual who is giving the order to do the crime that can also be implicated. So this is why Joe Biden and his connection to all of this is important because without Joe Biden, why would anyone from Ukraine be handing Hunter Biden a check? That doesn't make any sense. Hunter Biden doesn't speak Mandarin. He doesn't speak Ukrainian or Russian. Why would Hunter Biden ever, why would anyone in the Biden family ever be handed any check ever? 
So this is how you would essentially wrap up an operation like this. And Marjorie Taylor Greene had made very, very clear that this is an investigation of Joe Biden. Marjorie, take it away. Uh, we're going to have to really get to work. This is an investigation that needs to be revealed to the American people. And not only do we have questions about Hunter Biden himself, but this is going to extend into developing a web of uh, corruption, a web of fake companies uh, that's going to reveal money that came in from many foreign countries and went directly into the personal bank accounts of the Biden family where they have financially benefited directly from Joe Biden's uh, seats of power. And we look forward to investigating and exposing for this, this for the American people. And, um, and we'll see where it goes from there. So this is Marjorie Taylor Greene saying this all ties up with Joe Biden and that they are prepared to go directly after Joe Biden. She says this also in a tweet talking about the Biden sex crimes here, Marjorie Taylor Greene saying the Biden crime family participating in human trafficking, soliciting prostitutes from the United States and abroad, countries like Russia. So that's interesting. Speaking of be being in bed with the Russians, that's what they accused Donald Trump of doing. That's what the entire Steele dossier uh, was about. And it turns out that the per person actually physically in bed with the Russians was Hunter Biden. So let's go and take a little trip down memory lane with Hunter Biden's laptop. Hunter Biden could face prostitution charges for transporting hookers across state lines and disguising checks to them as payments for medical services. First son spent $30,000 in five months on the girlfriend experience. Oh my. Okay. So we, we have to avoid scrolling through this article because we may be taken offline uh, if we do. But let me just give you the synopsis here. Prosecutors have a case for federal prostitution offenses against Hunter Biden, according to documents, texts, and videos that show he spent a staggering $30,000 on escorts in five months. The president's son wrote checks to a Ukrainian woman whose transactions were red flagged by banks for suspicious activity, as we have said. The suspicious activity report filed by J.P. Morgan Chase uh, named Florida and New York-based uh, Ukrainian name here, Morvea is her last name. Can't pronounce her first name after she received tens of thousands of dollars from Hunter's company and for women that she sold for sex to Hunter. Texts from Hunter's iPhone also show handwritten checks disguised as medical expenses for escorts. Now, human trafficking would be paying for these services across state lines. That means that you're moving someone from jurisdiction to jurisdiction uh, for the purpose of sex. Some of Hunter's hookers payments came hours after he received thousands of dollars from his father, Joe Biden, who may have wittingly or unwittingly paid for his son to bring these prostitutes across state lines. And of course, all this evidence has been sitting in the hands of the FBI since 2019, in case you, you're wondering about the quality of the individuals who are running this country. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this escort thing is a big one. And it is certainly something that Republicans are investigating and they should watch. We're not kidding. According to the Washington Examiner, in early 2019, Hunter spent over 30 G's on Russian sex workers. And it was the big guy who was footing the bills, sending Hunter at least $100,000 all in one month. And it looks like Hunter was using it to pay Russian prostitutes. Newly obtained text messages by the Examiner 
shows one instance where Hunter negotiated the price of a 16-hour tryst, costing him a pretty penny, too. Almost $10,000. But here's the kicker. Less than 90 minutes after Hunter received wire instructions, his dad, Joe, just happened to send him five grand. Are we supposed to assume that it's just all a coincidence? Will you be the judge? Hmm. Okay. Actually, a prosecutor should be the judge. You should also judge the Biden's moral character based on how they talk about very hot button issues for the left, like racism, for instance. Hunter Biden said no yellow. Used a slur to refer to Asians in 2019 text with his cousin, Caroline, who asked if he preferred foreign or domestic women as he's already being blasted for using the N word. Oh, got it. Okay, so this is the guy that gets to travel with Joe Biden to Ireland and represent America. This is the person that gets to show up at the Easter egg roll and pat little kids on the head saying no yellow when his cousin is essentially soliciting women uh, for him to abuse. And who knows where the women come from? They're like they're like selecting them like out of a vending machine. This family is so utterly repulsive. I mean, it is despicable. If you hate the media and you hate journalists, you don't you just tell me, tell me. You don't hate them enough, okay? You don't hate them enough. So every comma and every decimal point and every meme that was ever shared by the Trump family is essentially being used in a criminal prosecution and and, and uh, as as evidence against the moral arbitration of the Trump family. And here you have Hunter Biden in text form using the N-word, using racial slurs for Asians. Caroline Biden, the president's niece, was... Texting Hunter Biden, setting him up with her rich model friends. In January 2019, the conversation he asked cousin, do you want foreign or domestic? Uh, I can't give you uh, effing Asians. I'm sorry, I'm not doing it. Domesticated foreigner is fine. No yellow, responds Hunter Biden. Have you seen these texts? Let me ask you something. If Mitt Romney sent these texts, would this be headline news? If Don Jr. sent these texts, Eric Trump, Trump's got a great fan, good kids, we're close with all of them, would like, would, would this be headline news? Would they be able to show their face again, ever again, in public? The slur uncovered by Hunter Biden's abandoned laptop is particularly distressing as it comes amid a surge in attacks against Asian Americans. President Biden signed into law <laughs> the expedited review of COVID-19 related hate crimes. Got it. Hmm, interesting. So Joe Biden is signing into law crimes that his son is committing. Well, where have I seen that before? Let's see here. Um, Joe Biden, the guy who signed the mandatory minimums for crack cocaine possession, the guy who bragged about it on the Senate floor, you will recall, minimum of five years. Judge don't have a choice. Joe Biden, back in the 90s, talking about how proud he is of his crack laws. Do they apply to his son? Do they apply to clips like this? 2.07. Without the bag. So how long is it? 2.0. It's 2.07. Hunter Biden in a filthy, disgusting apartment. Jordan Peterson is so right on this, by the way. Like the the place that you live and the environment in which you live in is a reflection of inside of your brain. And so when you see these clips of Hunter Biden, it's like a filth. He's like surrounded by filth. It's disgusting. He's speaking there with what, what you must assume is another paid prostitute measuring out giant crack rocks, massive crack rocks. I don't do crack, never done crack. 
But I can tell you this, that is a lot of crack there on that little scale. I used to live on a uh, on a drug dealing street in Washington, D.C. with a lot of drug dealers around my home. I can tell you that is an enormous amount of crack cocaine. Now, Joe Biden passed laws that guarantees sentencing for guys like his son, but yet it doesn't apply. Joe Biden signed anti-hate crime laws for using slurs against Asians, but his son can say no yellow. Just quoting the president's son here. Hmm. Interesting. You know, it does seem, however, that if you want to judge uh, the moral character of a son, you just kind of look to his dad. What kind of moral character does Joe Biden have? We were able to do an interview that really rocketed around the world a couple of weeks ago. We brought on Tara Reid. Most people won't speak with Tara Reid. We were really thrilled to. Terry Reid is the accuser of Joe Biden for sex crimes that Hunter Biden's father committed while he was a senator and she was in his employ in the Senate. Terry Reid had this to say as it pertains to what happened to her at the hands of Joe Biden. You know, regarding my case, he would lie straight to the cameras. He was on, I think, the Morning Joe show and just lied flat out. Um, and, you know, it, it's it's frustrating to see because it's not just my case. You know, I'm I've, moving forward. I'm hoping for justice. I did reach out and say I wanted to go under oath that I would testify in Congress. I have received a response. We are going to meet and there is a possibility there will be an investigation into Joe Biden. Wow. And I will go under oath and I will testify. Wow. Since then. Tara Reid has announced that Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates, to their great credit, are going to be bringing Tara Reid into Congress and having her uh, brought forward, put under oath, and she will be able to testify and it will be part of the permanent congressional record. We'll see what comes of that. We look forward to revealing that to you. But the moral character of our leaders matter. Don't lie to yourself. Don't, don't dilute yourself and say that it doesn't. How about Joe Biden's entire marriage? Just again, if you wish to simply do a through point as to why we continue to cover this, is Joe Biden's marriage a fraud? You're sort of like this tale of Joe Biden and him meeting Jill and uh, Joe Biden being uh, smitten with Jill when they were introduced. Is that all real or not? Well, the answer is uh, no, it's not, it's not real. Joe Biden was cheating on his wife with Jill and Jill was cheating on her husband. When they met, Jill was the babysitter for Hunter. You want to know why Hunter Biden talks so lucidly about Jill Biden in his text exchanges? Hunter Biden does not like Jill Biden. Uh, it's probably because she was his babysitter when Joe Biden was the senator and she was a homewrecker. How do we know all this? And why haven't you heard about this? Why is no, well, no, no one's asked about this? No one's demanded us like look into this and see if it's all a fraud? Check out this like deep sixth. I mean, because it is impossible to find this footage from Inside Edition of all places. Speaking with Jill Biden's first husband, the husband who Joe Biden stole her from. And he has the real story of this fraud marriage. Yeah, it's going to break her heart. He's the ex-husband of Dr. Jill Biden, the widely admired woman who's been at Joe Biden's side for 43 years. And he has an eye-opening story to tell. I was betrayed by the Bidens. Joe was my friend. Joe was my wife. According to Bill Stevenson, both he and Jill first got to know Joe Biden when Biden was a county councilman in Newcastle, Delaware. Stevenson asked his help obtaining a liquor license. So you were friends with Joe Biden? Oh, yeah. 
Not only that, I threw a fundraiser for him in August, raised between $2,500 and $3,000. We got married in 70. I introduced Joe to Jill in 72, right before the election. Then one day, he says a man came into his bar and asked him to pay damages for a fender bender that involved Jill. He looks at me and he says, oh, she wasn't driving. I said, her beloved Corvette, she wasn't driving it? He goes, Senator Biden was driving it. And I went, what? You can see the entire clip that we have put up on our YouTube channel and our Rumble channel. The full interview is like a seven minute long interview. I, I have a promise to you, dear viewer. I shall find that man and we will continue this story. I have family in the state of Delaware. They're Republicans. Uh, I have family that is very connected in the state of Delaware. There's a lot of shady stuff that goes on there. I will find that man and I am going to bring his story to light once more. The Biden's marriage is a fraud. That was Joe Biden's original husband. He ran like a nightclub and his wife, Jill, was two-timing him with Joe. He was getting bills for accidents that Joe Biden, well, Joe Biden was driving. Joe Biden was married at the time, by the way, to his first wife. So uh, very, very, like, not only is it morally repugnant to do this, not only is it evil, but it just speaks to the moral character of individuals, people who would cheat on their spouses, uh, people who would be homewreckers, uh, will probably likely have wrecked your home. What I mean by that is they'll probably destroy uh, the country that they're handed, that they didn't help build uh, because their moral character is at absolute zero. James Comer is saying we're going to investigate that. Comer has subpoenaed the banks to comply with his probe, and he's saying he's getting finally the responses. Comer says the banks are now bending to his will. And we are going to see a lot more about the Biden crimes, and you have to look at where the money flows to find where the crimes are. This is how they get the mob, and this is how they're going to get the Bidens. Watch. So what, what do we know about the bank accounts and the connection to these foreign countries? Well, the banks were very suspicious of where the wires were coming from. Uh, and it, well, they weren't just from China. They were from other countries. And we'll go into more specifics, hopefully next week, about that. But uh, with respect to China, the banks were concerned that these LLCs sprang up and they had no revenue. And then all of a sudden, a $3 million wire or a $1 million wire popped up from some uh, company in China. Uh, and, and, you know, they were they feared that these were state-owned entities, uh, which means they were directly funded from the Chinese Communist Party. They weren't legitimate businesses. So the banks knew that something fishy was going on, and then they knew the recipients of these wires from, from China and other countries uh, were the Biden family. So just to summarize here, because this is incredibly important, Marjorie Taylor Greene says that the Biden family is involved in a human trafficking scheme, that they were sex traffickers. Now, Hunter Biden's own receipts show this. Hunter Biden's own videos show this. There are so many videos that we cannot show you because we aren't allowed to based on the policies that we agree with on social media. You shouldn't be allowed to show uh, the depravity and the evil of this family um, because it really is so black and so dark. However, just based on the left's own rules of what is morally acceptable, ask yourself this, is racism morally acceptable? 
Why have you not seen this headline in the news? If these people had any type of moral character or fortitude, they would have shown you this. If they had any intention of being clear and honest with you, and what I mean by this is the corporate press, which acts as a Praetorian guard for people like Joe Biden because they are agents of a super state and Joe Biden is their Muppet. Joe Biden is himself a racist. His son uses the N-word. His son uses racial slurs. Those are, of course, the highest crimes possible in the modern day left. Those are the things that will get you canceled into infinity. And we have the proof positive and they won't report on it. We have proof positive that Joe Biden's marriage is a fraud, won't report on it, absorbs and swallows the official lie narrative, and nobody asks any questions. How about defending women, whatever they may uh, define them as today? And of course, I'm speaking to you, you bigoted, cretinous, goblin-like left. Whatever you define a woman as, like, are you okay with sex trafficking? Shouldn't this be an issue that Joe Biden paid for sex crimes? That his wire transfers come when his son is sitting here with Ukrainian and Russian prostitutes? Like, do, do you have any decency left? Do you have any moral character left? And most importantly and explicitly, that moral character is what determines where we're headed as a country. If you let people who will cheat on their wives and cheat on their families, if you let the people that have the moral capacity to destroy their own families, destroy their own lives, to raise kids like Hunter Biden. Someone had to raise someone like Hunter Biden. You had to instill those values into him. You have to knit that moral character together. Open that kid up for that demonic activity. That person runs your country, you're going to have a destroyed country. It's going to happen fast. It's going to happen at light speed. And that really, once you put the spiritual lens on this, it reflects perfectly as to what's happening across this country. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get into the moral character of Dr. Fauci and how Dr. Fauci may be winding up behind bars. I know, I know, Benny, it's never going to happen. Trust me, we got some we got some big revelations on this story in just one minute. But speaking of moral character, it's very important that you not give your money to woke companies. Now, whether that be Bud Light, and we love that, <laughs> we will continue the Bud Light boycott. We will continue. The beatings shall continue uh, until morale improves, uh, actually until we get a direct apology from Bud Light. Or if that means your woke cell phone company carrier or your woke coffee company or whatever. You got to make sure that you pull your money out of these companies and even just erasing a couple digits, a couple points on their market cap is enough to collapse a lot of these places. They have shareholders. That's why I use Patriot Mobile. I make sure that I use Patriot Mobile because for years... Big mobile companies have been dumping millions into leftist causes, and we had to take it because there was no other option. Well, now there's another option. Patriot Mobile is America's only conservative Christian wireless provider. They offer dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks. So you get the same coverage, but you're not funding woke propaganda. You should make the switch to Patriot Mobile today. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Benny, or just call them at 878-PATRIOT. 878-PATRIOT, Patriot Mobile today, get free activation with the offer code Benny. All right, someone who's not a patriot, certainly uh, that is confirmed, is Dr. Fauci, who is a sick, 
an evil and depraved individual who we now know was, of course, funding the Wuhan laboratory, but more importantly, was lying about his funding of the Wuhan laboratory and lying about the leak of a manufactured virus containing a artificial spike protein designed to infect human beings and leaked in the year that Dr. Fauci promised that it would be leaked. Huh? Might be something more there. You know who'd know a little bit about this is the director of national intelligence. That guy, his name's John Ratcliffe under Donald Trump. John Ratcliffe testified before Congress yesterday that yes, Dr. Fauci uh, did indeed not only manufacture, pay for the manufacturing of this virus, uh, but lied to Congress about it. Take it away. My informed assessment as a person with as much access as anyone to our government's intelligence during the initial year of the pandemic has been and continues to be that a lab leak is the only explanation credibly supported by our intelligence, by science, and by common sense. From a view inside the IC, if our intelligence and evidence supporting a lab leak theory was placed side by side with our intelligence and evidence pointing to a natural origins or spillover theory, the lab leak side of the ledger would be long, convincing, even overwhelming, while the spillover side would be nearly empty and tenuous. Were this a trial, a preponderance of circumstantial evidence provided by our intelligence would compel a jury finding of guilt to an accusation that coronavirus research in the Wuhan labs was responsible for the pandemic. So did Dr. Fauci cover up the pandemic and its origins? And did he use his position, his high position, his high paying position, by the way, to cover this up? And by high paying, I mean, he's the highest paid bureaucrat in our federal government. He gets paid more than the president, like twice as much. Did you know that? Why is that exactly? Oh, well, because George Bush, after 9-11, in the Patriot Act, decided to double Fauci's pay through a Pentagon program that looked into pandemics. Got it? Are you seeing the connections here? James Comer is seeing the connections. James Comer, in a blistering statement, said that Fauci has lied before Congress and is covering it up and that that is a criminal penalty. Once you became director, did Dr. Fauci relay any of these concerns to you he that didn't. may have come from a lab? He did not. And why do you think he did not? Uh, well, that would uh, I would obviously have to uh, to speculate, but I would I would point you to Dr. Fauci being perhaps the best person uh, to answer that. And there is uh, publicly available under um, information that has been obtained through open sources and freedom of information where uh, Dr. Fauci and other uh, virologists and uh, and scientists uh, talk about the fact that um, it would bring unwanted attention to um, funding sources. Oh, this is this is so bad. It just gets it gets worse every day. Th these scientists flipped 180 degrees with no new evidence, produced a paper not based on facts, and then may have used that paper to brief the intelligence community and suppress the lab leak hypothesis. This is a how-to manual in orchestrating a cover-up by using some of the most powerful and influential institutions in our country. If you ask me, this was set in motion by Dr. Fauci to hide U.S. funding of gain-of-function research and dodge accountability for a virus that has killed more than one million Americans. So this is Comer saying he cannot believe the depravity of these lies. If you wish to know the depravity of these lies, you can, of course, watch Dr. Fauci shake under oath. Oh, what do you mean shake under oath? Benny, 
uh, you know, you clearly don't have footage of him literally shaking like a drowned rat under questioning by a real doctor, Rand Paul. Oh, oh, yes, I do. You've seen Dr. Fauci in thousands of hours. Ubiquitous Dr. Fauci has been throughout all media. There's not a I know people personally who've like FaceTimed Dr. Fauci and he's so craven for media attention. He'll like pick it up in the middle of the night. You know who you are if you're watching. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Fauci will do anything to get his face on your television. And again, he was ubiquitous when they needed to push the narrative to scare you into compliance with their evil plans. You've never seen Dr. Fauci shake under media questioning, including media questioning by people who didn't like Dr. Fauci. He went on Fox and so on. He did some adversarial interviews. You've never seen him shake. But here is how you know that Rand Paul is over the target. Rand Paul is over the target because he's asking about him lying in his creation of the virus. And you'll see for the first time, Dr. Fauci shake like a rat. I want everyone to understand that if you look at those viruses, and that's judged by qualified virologists and evolutionary biologists, those viruses are molecularly impossible no one's to result no in SARS-CoV-2. Cause the pandemic. We're saying they are gain-of-function viruses because they were They're animal not. viruses that became more transmissible in human, and you funded it. And you I'll admit the truth. And you implying Paul, your time has expired, and I will allow witnesses right. who come. You ever seen it like that? You ever seen it like that? That's a, a you know my, my my wife's a medical professional. She's a nurse. I showed her this clip and she's like, well, I mean, that's the autosympathetic nervous system. That, that's what happens when you're having a mental break. Your body can't control its own tremors. Your body has so much energy and is so panicked that it needs to expend that energy and you begin to shake because you're under so much duress. That is a natural reaction to being caught in a lie. If you're doing a lie detector test, they'll look for that. Because when you're lying, your heart rate goes up. That's what the little thing is on the lie detector. Deet, 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 deet. It's your heart rate. That's how they tell that you're lying. That's how they know. See the shake? Have you ever seen Fauci shake like that? Now, Fauci probably was shaking like that because he knew that not only would Republican senators know that he was lying, and that the penalty for lying to Congress is five years in prison, thousands of dollars in fines, but also that his colleagues, including the former director of the CDC, knows that he's lying and has testified to that fact. Robert Redfield, take it away. This pandemic did not start in January at the seafood market. We now know there was infections all the way back into September. This was a narrative that was decided that they were going to say this came from the wet market and they were going to do everything they could to support it, to negate any discussion about the possibility that this came from a laboratory. I got 20 seconds left. Dr. Fauci was affirmatively told in, told in an email that uh, NIAID had a monetary relationship with the Wuhan uh, Institute through uh, EcoHealth Alliance. He he was told this in January 27th of 2020. Do you think that Dr. Fauci intentionally lied under oath to Senator Paul when he vehemently denied NIH's funding of gain-of-function research? I think there's no doubt that NIH was funding gain-of-function research. Is it likely that American tax dollars funded the gain-of-function research that created this virus? 
I think it did, not only from NIH, but from the State Department, USAID, and from DOD. I'm out of time. Thank you very much. So is it clear enough when Dr. Fauci's own CDC director, this is the guy who, by the way, Dr. Fauci worked for this man. Dr. Fauci was a director under his purview. And he's saying, yeah, Redfield's saying, yes, of course, this leaked from the laboratory. We knew that they knew that they funded it and they've done nothing about it. Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. If Republican Congress does not hold people like Dr. Fauci accountable and what in the hell are they doing? Why? Why do we put them there? Why do we put them there? Him, Mayorkas, the Biden regime. Why? Marjorie Taylor Greene is now saying, yo, we're going to impeach Joe Biden. We're going to impeach him for these for these crimes. Like what, what, like what is impeachable is coming forward from the American people. Lauren Boebert was on last Friday saying she has inclu- introduced articles of impeachment against Joe Biden. So we'll see. We'll see. What kind of Republican Party are we going to have? We're going to have a Republican Party of better angels. Oh, we can't. We are. We are above that. We're we are above the Democrats tactics. Or are we going to have a party that says, OK, you want to play like this? We're going to take the gloves off. And now it's time for FU politics. We're going to come after you. Ladies and gentlemen, we've asked that recently uh, of many members of Congress. What is the accountability? Because what you end up getting inside of a scenario when Republicans are are in the majority is what we've gotten my entire adult life. I'm 36 years old. Republicans go on the campaign trail and they say things that will tick their approval rating up with the individuals who hang out, who drive beer trucks and hang out at gas stations inside of their home districts. And then they get to Washington, D.C., and they do jack. It's very, very rare to have somebody who actually walks the walk, talks the talk, somebody who's a bit of a brawler, and somebody who's ready to actually go after the Biden crime family and put actions to words, to put teeth inside of the mouth of the dog, the attack dog. And we got a little bit of an attack dog joining the program right now. Congressman Troy Niels, House Judiciary Committee, joins the program. Am I am I am I wrong, attack dog? I I don't mean to insult you. You seem like a dog guy. uh, So that's not an insult. I'm a dog guy as well. You're definitely not a cat owner. Five of them. I have five dogs in the house. Hell, I am a dog guy. You want (laughs) if you don't want hair on your pants, stay the hell out of my house if you don't like it. (laughs) <laughs> Do your dogs ever uh, visit your congressional office? No, they haven't. They're down in Houston. I couldn't. They. I tell you what, they couldn't handle the flight. I don't think they could handle the flight. And they couldn't. They They would come up here and they could smell the corruption. They, would, they wouldn't like it at all. They wouldn't like it. I'm going to keep them in Texas. Who would they attack first if you brought them up to the hill? Oh, I don't know. I try to teach my dogs to be civil. I mean, I try not to teach them what the Democrats do when they don't agree with you. Go to the streets and fight like hell, burn shit down. Mm-hmm. I can't know. I, I try to teach them to be more civil uh, mm-hmm. uh, animals. And they're, and they're wonderful. They love the neighbor's dogs, my brother's dogs. So we've got a whole pound in our uh, between myself and my twin brother. But don't say anything because I'm sure I'm violating my deed restrictions. 
<laughs> so how about this? If you if if your metaphorical dog was trained to hunt corruption and attack it, where would yeah. it go right now? I would send them right in covertly right into the Biden family, right in the middle of it. I'd send them to the Biden family and then I'd send my number two. I'd send my number two right there into the White House. And I think within a couple of weeks, we would have a full report. The truth would come out. The Biden family, the most corrupt family in my lifetime. You're on judiciary, so no. you're able to look into these crimes. We're starting to see some massive reports, suspicious activity reports. The Treasury has been opening up. Banks have been sending records. I know you're close with uh, with Comer and you're close with the people that are spearheading this investigation. Tell us uh, the TikTok of where we're at right now uh, as it pertains to oversight of the Biden crime family. Yes, you know, uh, Chairman Comer is doing a hell of a job. I'm not on oversight. I'm on judiciary, but they're having the hearings. And it seems like every day, every other day, uh, Chairman Comer and his committee is finding new evidence, new material that would show that the Biden family has been lying all along. I'm so glad that they're using their subpoena authority to go after and subpoena bank records. Whether there's nine, potentially nine Biden family members involved with this, whether they've been receiving financial support or, or money from China, it's it, everybody knows that the, that the Biden family, they're beholden to the Chinese Communist Party. Hunter is a criminal and, and his dad is well aware of Hunter's business dealings with China. So I think his father hasn't been very truthful at all. But that's what you get from the Biden family and the entire administration. You mentioned Mayorkas, you know, Mayorkas. Yes, should Mayorkas be impeached? He should. He lies. But I will say this. I do not, cannot support the impeachment of Joe Biden. And ask me why. Please. I will not support the impeachment of Joe Biden because if we're going to get the White House back, that's exactly the guy we need as the Democrat nominee. We need Joe Biden. I'm going to send him 25 bucks. I want him <laughs> to be the nominee. I want him to be the nominee because I tell you, there are those in the Democrat Party that love James Comer and what he's doing to try to expose the Biden family because they realize he's weak. He didn't win the 2020 regular uh, the election. That was rigged from Donald Trump. So I want Joe Biden to come back because Donald Trump is our nominee. He's the leader of our party. It's quite clear. And Donald Trump will be the 47th president. So, folks, let's not impeach Joe Biden. We know what he's done. He is now going to veto. Listen to this. To all the women out there, he's going to veto the bill. We don't think that men should be joining women's sports. And he said he's going to veto it. You want to find a way to irritate the American family today and the mother today? Allow Jimmy to be on the high school girls basketball team and see what the hell happens. I'm telling you, I love Joe Biden for what he's doing because we're going to get the White House back. Uh, there's a lot of follow-ups because that was that was quite that was quite the answer. I let's let's start with possibly the most viral as it pertains to transgenderism, as it pertains to men uh, uh, erasing women. Uh, Bud Light is facing a massive backlash. For, I assume there's plenty of Bud Light drinkers in Houston. I know there's plenty of Bud Light drinkers in Texas. In fact, I have a viral video right now from the Dallas Stars uh, event. They said, hey, Bud Light's a sponsor during the event. The entire arena booed. It was like raining down booze when they said Bud Light's a sponsor. Are you seeing this backlash in Texas? Do you join with the boycott? Uh, what, are you, what, what are your thoughts on this? This is clearly one of the hottest topics. I'm not drinking it. Benny, I don't drink that stuff. I don't drink it. I certainly now I won't drink it ever. 
uh, because of what they've done. I think it's shameful. Obviously, you had that. There's a there's a lady in there. I think she's the promoter of it, talking about some of this stuff. She's a nut job. But I tell you, they haven't paid any attention to what's happened with Disney. You got to mm-hmm. keep the wokeness out of these corporations. They haven't listened, so they're going to put that whatever it is that it. Uh, uh, put her face on the can and, and promote. Uh, shameful on them for what they've done. Anheuser Busch, I think you've lost some credibility uh, with your pe- with people that used to drink that beverage. Uh, and and good for you. I'm glad. Go ahead and promote that and see what happens. The American people are fighting back. They are. I love to see it. I think we need to be going over after even more woke corporations that want to spew this filth. This filth on the American people. I just love it. So Bud Light, uh, I'll dump you right down the, not even my sink, I'll dump you right down the toilet. You a Shinerbach guy? No, I'm not a Shinerbach guy. I don't drink the Shinerbach. I'm a Texas guy. I do like my beer. It's just not Bud Light. Got it. Okay. So the uh, second question, follow up on the answer. You alluded to Democrats wanting James Comer to succeed in exposing the Bidens. You work on Capitol Hill. I know that it's a tight knit community. Republicans talk with Democrats. People, like, pe- you're aware of a lot more than people think. It really isn't like a rigid, hard party line. There's a lot of, a lot of speaking across the aisle that happens uh, in Congress. Can you, uh, can you expound on that? Like, do you know Democrats that are openly asking for Joe Biden to be exposed criminally so that they can just get him out of the way because they think he is a liability to the party? Is that real? Of course not. They're going to they're going to operate covertly. Uh, And the reason I say that is the American people, the Democrats that are smart, that want to have a future, uh, that want to get keep the White House in 2024, understand that Joe's numbers are are obviously very, very low right now. Maybe the lowest they've been at 38, 39 percent. And they're thinking to themselves, how can they beat Donald Trump in 2024? They how are they going to beat that guy in 2024? The Democrats know many of them that were involved in the election know that that election was rigged. And in a free and fair election, you can't beat Donald Trump in 2024 with Joe Biden. Joe Biden walks around. He, he doesn't know where he's at half the damn time. He doesn't want to talk to the media. He's he's he stumbles. He falls. He can't articulate anything today. It's very, very sad. And the sad part about it is this is on the world stage and it's embarrassing. You wonder why we have a crisis on every corner and why we're spending billions in the Ukraine because our adversaries are exploiting this guy. They're exploiting Biden. So no, they're going to do it covertly. You've got those that are against Donald Trump, the Paul Ryans of the world. They don't want Donald Trump to come back. So they're going to pick someone else. And the Democrats understand Joe Biden is not going to he's not competent right now, quite honestly. I, I think we could all defend uh, that position, say he's just not making the right decision. And he's put the American people last and put the American people in peril with his policies. So I want him to come back because I want Joe Biden and Donald Trump head to head, mano a mano on the stage, on the stage. It's going to be beautiful. Donald Trump's going to crush him and be the 47th president. Uh, so, uh, I mean, like really quickly here, you're in, you're in a, you're an elected member of Congress. You know, politics very well. Who the hell would the Democrats run without Joe? Bi- would it be Michelle Obama, Hillary? Third time's a charm. Who, who's who would run? I don't know. I don't I don't want Michelle on the on the ballot. I don't I don't want her on the ballot the way the people vote today. I mean, I don't know if she's not qualified, but when do qualifications matter with the Democrat Party? They don't look at we got. Mayor Pete up there, he's a transportation secretary. He doesn't know from today or tomorrow, you know. And and, and so the point is, it, it doesn't really matter qualifications. I think you're going to see that 
that guy out of California, that governor out of California, I think though there's another real nut job over there in California. But the left, they like him, man. They think he's great. They think he's great. Maybe it's his haircut. Maybe it's his pretty teeth. I don't know what it is. But he makes all these promises to the people in California. But look at California and look at we got to bail them out all the damn time, too, don't we? California's on. Obviously, they, they are on life support over there and they're expecting the federal government to bail them out. The policies of Gavin Newsom, irresponsible, ridiculous, whether it's reparations or making everybody have a truck in a car that's got an EV. So I don't know who they're going to pick. They have a very short bench. They certainly have a very short bench. But folks, send $25, send $25 to the Joe Biden campaign. We want him to be the nominee. We want him to be the nominee. Kamala, now there's one. You don't want that. We don't know what that could produce. We don't want her. We want Joe Biden to be the nominee. I encourage all your your listeners to send Joe Biden twenty five bucks. Okay, that is a fir- that is a first, uh, uh, Congressman. Uh, all right. So very very quickly here, pivoting back to the state of Texas, proud Texan. You love the state a lot. It, the state has been utterly invaded, criminally invaded, like by a foreign army uh, from a thousand different nations. Right, a thousand nation army, like crossing your border. You are on the Judiciary Committee, which is arguably one of the most powerful, if not the most powerful committee in Congress. Congratulations for that. When will the American people, when can the American people and our viewers expect actual scalps from the Biden administration, expect actual oversight? from Article 1 of the Constitution, which is Congress, over Article 2 of the Constitution. We see a lot of bluster. We see a lot of yelling. We see a lot of people getting filleted. And it's great. It makes for great clips, Congressman. We love it. But where's the accountability? Well, right now, matter of fact, I'm speaking to you because I just walked out of a judiciary hearing. We're going to be in there for several hours today debating with the left on, on immigration bill. We have a great immigration bill. Uh, Representative McClintock and and Representative Biggs out of Arizona, they have the bill, and I think it's great. I think it would be a wonderful, a lot of our bill really goes back to the Trump policies because under President Donald Trump, the greatest president in my lifetime, we had the most secure border we've had in four decades. So why in the hell wouldn't we go back to those policies? But you want to talk about a guy that could and should be impeached, it would be Mayorkas. Hmm. Because Mayorkas will look at the camera and look at the American people, and he will flat out lie to them. He will lie to the American people. He will say that the border's not closed. I've been from Yuma, from San Diego to Yuma to Laredo. I've been everywhere down at the southern border. And I'm telling you right now, there's a crisis there. It's by design. Don't think this is by accident. This is by design. This is exactly what they want. They want these people to flood our country. We're letting them in by the tens of thousands, by the millions right now. And eventually, the ultimate goal, their long-term goal, is citizenship, amnesty and citizenship for them all. The Democrats are not dumb. Do not think they don't know what the hell they're doing. They're very evil, they're calculated, and they're putting the American people last. But their agenda is what's dangerous to this country. They want one-party rule. They don't mind all these people coming through. They don't really talk too much about the fentanyl and how it's killing the American people, the sex trafficking, the human trafficking. They don't worry about all that. That's not their priority. Their priority is to get as many people into this country as possible, and they're doing it under Joe Biden. If if America really wanted to remain stable, Joe Biden, you should have never opened your pie hole on January 20th and reversed every policy that Trump had. 
you should have said nothing and we would be much more safer as a result and more American lives would be saved from this fentanyl. Yeah. Uh, speaking of a community, and very briefly here, because uh, I know we're short on time, but something that I know is near and dear to your heart, because I actually saw you in East Palestine while we were there filming uh, as well. Uh, I know that that community is, is close to you. The small towns are close and near and dear to your heart. That is a community that has been decimated, not by fentanyl, although I'm sure it's a problem there, as it is in many communities, by that co toxic chemical train spill. That was the biggest news story in the country for a very long time, and then it disappeared. Joe Biden's never gone there. Joe Biden's never said a word about it. Uh, what can we expect on that front? Well, the NTSB, I'm the chairman of Over the Railroads Pipelines and Hazmat, so uh, that's very uh, important to me because I, I, I chair that subcommittee on transportation and infrastructure. I went there. I saw it. I experienced it. I've had opportunities to talk to President Alan Shaw over Norfolk Southern. I spoke to the mayor there in East Palestine. I spoke to the EPA and just about every other person there. I spent several hours there. And I think it's important for the American people to understand just how important the rail industry is. 99.9% .9 of the hazardous material, 99.9, .9, think about that, hazardous material that's transported around our country each and every day makes it there safely. But it's this 0.01% of it that doesn't. What happened in East Palestine was horrible. It was tragic. It's a tragedy. And I believe Norfolk Southern will hold up to, the, to their end and they're going to clean that up. It's a mess. No question about it. There's risk with all of this stuff. But that doesn't mean we need to now start having knee-jerk reactions now and start all of a sudden placing more and more and more regulation on the rail industry. It's not going to help. It's not going to help. You're just going to get the rail industry to say, we can't, we're going to raise prices. We're going to fight this. So the point is, is that the rail industry is very important. It's been operating our country for decades, for years, 100, 100 years, and, and we need to support them. Yes. Do we need to continue to keep them operating safely? We can do that in a bipartisan manner. But now to create more regulation because of a hot wheel, uh, I don't think is the answer. It's certainly not the answer. All right. Well, Congressman, we really appreciate your fighting on Capitol Hill. We appreciate your frankness when you come on our program. Uh, we wish more people spoke uh, like you because uh, people need to hear uh, Joe Biden should close his pie hole, quote unquote, more uh, from Congress. It's refreshing, actually. Uh, we have your Twitter account here. I believe that if you want more uh, frank and honest speech, you should go follow the congressman right here. Um, and where else can people find your work, sir? Benny, what they need to do is, my book is out there, The Big Fraud. You mm. want to know about January 6th? I was the last guy to leave the House floor on January 6th. I got a book. It was endorsed by Donald Trump. It's a must-read for all Americans. Go to Amazon and buy The Big Fraud. I talk all about January 6th. In there, I talk about the 2020 election. They're going to love the book. You can buy it cheap today. Go out there and get the book. You'll know a little bit more about me. Thank you, Congressman. You're one of the few people that actually showed up for those poor people in East Palestine, and we appreciate you. Godspeed. Thank you. God bless. Okay, so he promises, that's the congressman promising, yo, we're going to bring accountability to the Biden administration, but don't impeach Joe Biden because we 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 need that old doddering dementia riddled fool. Speaking of Biden administration officials that got absolutely railroaded for lack of a better term here. Uh, Senate Republicans go after Secretary Mayorkas. Everyone said they were going to impeach Mayorkas, yet we have yet to see him have an impeachment vote. We should do it.
He is derelict in his duties. He's failing miserably on the border. The insiders in the Senate and in the House tell us that an impeachment of Mayorkas is at hand. Democrat demand that he's treated with the respect he deserves. Okay, got it. Here's Ron Johnson treating him with uh, that respect, showing him the dead bodies that he's accumulated. I don't even answer how many dead bodies, which is very well documented, at the border. Do you not care? You just sit there looking with a blank look on your face. And you're saying it's a priority. If it's a priority, how did we let four to five million people in this country in, the, in a little more than two years? The senator, of course, disparagingly mischaracterizes our commitment to address human trafficking. And the senator uh, misstates the data. This is why we call him Gollum. He does look like Gollum. Looks like he lives inside of a cave. And he sits there and stares at, a, at his precious all day, which presumably would be amnesty for f 40 to 50 million illegal immigrants living in America. Josh Hawley had the hard data. Kind of hard to argue, actually. Josh Hawley. You can see a massive surge that begins to happen when? Oh, when you come to office in 2021. Huge surge, reports of trafficking, reports of neglect and abuse, all in violation of our country's laws, all facilitated by your policies. Are you proud of this record? Senator, the horrific exploitation of children is something that we do not condone. You are um, incorrectly attributing it uh, to our policies. Let me share with you. Wait a minute, wait a minute. It began. Look at the, look at the numbers. Look at the numbers. Hard to argue when you have the numbers right in front of you. But we live in a post-truth world. Josh Hawley spitting the truth that I think virtually all Americans who are paying attention believes, which is that this man should resign. Gollum should go back to his cave or the hot molten lava of Mordor. I, for one, am sick and tired of it. And thousands of children are in physical danger danger because of what you are doing. You should have resigned long ago. And if you cannot change course, you should be removed from office. Boom shaka laka. Speaking of boom shaka laka, 2024 heating up. Ladies and gentlemen, Donald Trump now has the backing of seven of Florida's Republican members of Congress. Ex-president gains on DeSantis's home turf. As the battle for 2024 endorsements heat up. This from the Daily Mail. Donald Trump is racking up endorsements. Former President Donald Trump has clinched the endorsements of more Florida members of Congress. Greg Stube, John Rutherford, Brian Mast following his 2024 uh, House run this week. Trump has now picked off seven members of the Sunshine State's congressional delegation. Ron DeSantis has yet to announce. Ron DeSantis uh, uh, was in D.C. yesterday meeting with members of Congress, presumably to try and flip this trend. But right now, Donald Trump just completely and totally dominant in the congressional endorsement game. This is These are the members of Congress who have endorsed Donald Trump for Congress. It's a lot. And I think Ron DeSantis has like, I don't know, a, a, a much smaller, a much, a much smaller plurality. Let's just say that. Uh, the exact numbers, uh, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. There are 20 Republicans in Florida's 28-member delegation, uh, and Donald Trump has peeled off quite a few of them. Trump has received the endorsement of 45 House members, nine senators, and one governor, Henry McMaster of South Carolina. Meanwhile, two proponent Republicans from South Carolina, Governor Nikki Haley and Tim Scott, have announced their intentions to run. So uh, Donald Trump racking up his endorsements, um, uh, including but not limited to uh, Matt Gates, who said only Donald Trump could have rescued us from Hillary Clinton. 
Um, uh, and I mean, hard to argue, actually. So so here we are, ladies and gentlemen, with my take on all of this, and it's very important, and it's my take, and it's not really going to change. My obligation as a creator is to bring you information, is to bring you along uh, and to tell the stories and to give you as much information as possible. I'm an Iowan. That's where I was raised. That's where I went to school. It's the state that I was the college Republican chairman of, right? So as an Iowan, I believe that the more access and the more information you have on the people running for president, the better. That's why we flew in on Trump's plane, done interviews with Trump. And it's why we drove in DeSantis' motorcade earlier in this week, asked him a couple of questions that are certainly making the rounds of national media right now. And we're going to be bringing you uh, that full piece later this week. Hopefully we'll have the final edits today. And we're going to do this all the way through 2024 because my take on this is the more information and the more people, the more you understand and the more you see the human side and the personal side of the people who wish to lead this party and this country, the better we will be. And also let them fight. Politics is not about the anointed. Politics is about blood. The blood sport, the pain. Politics is pain. People must fight for your vote. We're not the Democrat Party. This is not just like a bunch of machine. This is not like a bunch of uh, ballot harvesting and low information, like lobotomized individuals uh, filling out mail-in ballots, right, for a pack of cigarettes. Like, this is an actual functional party, and you need to know. You need to understand. And you need, to be, you need to see, you need to have the access that we can provide. And so that's what we're going to do on the show. We're, it's going to be a brutal brawl. We are going to be there for every second of it. We're going to call in balls and strikes and chopping wood. And we plan on bringing you the kaiju fight for 2024. It's going to be a hell of a ride. Uh, Donald Trump is commanding up 20, 30 points, depending on which poll you're looking at. And also, of course, commanding in the endorsements here. Uh, but that's going to be our that's going to be our stance. It's going to be audience first. It's going to be you first. And then you can make the selection. You can make the choice, as you will, depending on the state that you live in. Where do you live? If you live in Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, these are going to be crucial and important states. These are going to be the states that, like, begin the caucus and primary season and start to tell, you know, the direction of our party, like, where we're going to go. They're not declarative exactly, but they're hugely important, as an Iowan, I can tell you. And so it's going to be you, the American people who decide, man, right now, Donald Trump is running, running away with it, dominant. So we look forward, we look forward to it. We want the fight. We want the information uh, and we want the battle because it is a fight for this country. We are in a cultural war and it's hard to actually win a war if you don't fight. So it's important. You must have on the full armor of God if you are fighting and if you wish to be an onward Christian soldier. And that is why we have a verse of the day on this show every single day. But the Lord is faithful. He will establish you and guard you against the evil one. Second Thessalonians 3, 3. Verse of the day. Whoo, man, the evil one is getting cocky. Have you ever seen a time where more open and rampant darkness uh, invades every aspect of society? Whew, holy smokes, man. I mean, like, wow. Now is the time for the full armor of God. And now is the time to believe in the scriptures that God will establish you and guard you against the evil one. And we need that protection. We need that protection now more than ever. Hoping that you structure and organize your lives correctly, that is the number one way to protect yourself. God, family, country. That's what we're all about on this show.
My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. See ya.